You are listening to Saturdays with the Story Dude, a bi-weekly podcast about the world of screenwriting and screenwriters, including the film and television business. I'm your host, Jared Dean Winchester, and you know something? I'm going to answer the age-old question. Maybe this is not that old. But I will be answering the question on whether or not you should be making movies yourself or if you should be working under someone else, making their ideas come true. What I'll be doing is I will be discussing a couple of benefits and why and why not they are good for you. So, I'm bringing this up based on my own experience working with someone trying to make their ideas come true. So, here it is. Now, if anything that my experience working with someone trying to make their idea work has taught me is... It really depends on the individual. So let's start with that. So let's start with make someone else's idea come true and the benefits of that. Now, depending on who you're working with, this may very well turn out to be in your favor or it may work it against you. For example, if... You've been hired by a producer. Let's just say you and he or you and she click and you hit it off and you guys are on the same page and your fantasy stuff, assuming, of course, this producer shares your passion for fantasy, for example, or whatever the genre is, that's great. You can pull up some ideas, or rather, you can discuss how, in writer's form or in director's form, you can make that idea come to life. But on the flip side... Let's just say you were unlucky enough to work with a producer who not only is a jackass or who is an a, a complete a-hole and he or she rips your work and has the belief, has the screwed off belief that the only reason he or she's doing this is so that he believes that the writer would write better stuff, but it ends up being worse. I fit into the latter category, and here's why. When the producer and I were discussing 
his idea and how to make that come to life. The problem with this producer that I was working with was he didn't know what he wanted, even though he keeps telling me that this is what he wanted. He kept using the words, I don't know. So that should be an indication to the writer that, okay, there's a lot of wiggle room here. There's a lot of room to play around with. There's a lot of ideas that can potentially work with what the producer wants. So that was where I was at. That was my thinking. Unfortunately, it did not work. And the critics were just as bad, which is one of the reasons I criticized the critic, which is one of the reasons I decided to form a show that criticizes the critics. Not only that, but in order to ensure the quality of the critic or the criticism being received is good or great, not just average and not just some critic wannabe who is just spouting out nonsense trying to make himself look smart so we the writers take his advice and put out poor quality work so that was where I was at which is one of the reasons I had to move away from the producer and move forward with my adventure, which is making me own movies and writing me own stuff. So I've given you like the first pro and the first con of it all. My second pro and con as follows, is getting paid for it. Now, honest producers know that they need to pay for the stuff. They need to pay the writers, or they need to pay anybody who gets involved in the project. But unfortunately, the con is you may be stuck with a producer who would promise you the earth and give you nothing as the expression goes unfortunately that was my case I was promised payment and that didn't eventuate it's just another reason why I ended up going my own way, making my own movies, making the decision to make my own movies. But also, when it comes to 
producers and making their ideas come to life, there is a chance that you could, you know, get yourself an agent or a manager if the producer likes your work and gives you a recommendation, which is not the case with me. Unfortunately, you will find that in the industry, but the great thing about working with somebody and making their ideas come true is maybe this will give you an idea of fine-tuning your own ideas, fine-tuning your own work. And one last thing I'd like to mention is if your work is great enough, who knows? This producer may even try to take on board your ideas. You can even pitch him or her your ideas after you've worked with this producer for a while. So that's as far as the pros and cons of making somebody else's idea come true or working with somebody to help their ideas be a reality rather than your own. But after the break, I am going to show you the benefits of independent filmmaking and writing, which can or cannot get you where you need to be. So stay tuned. Learn the craft of screenwriting with the guys at ScreenwritingU.com. They have free classes for you to test the waters. And then they have the Pro Series courses, which are the flagship of the ScreenwritingU courses. The owner and founder is actually an expert in the industry. And you get to learn not only the craft of screenwriting, but also the business of screenwriting. So what are you waiting for? Inquire today at ScreenwritingU.com. That's ScreenwritingU with a capital U dot com. This podcast is brought to you by Spring Wales Productions, where your journey begins. Welcome back. So, before the break, I was telling you the pros and cons of working with a producer or working with someone to help realize their idea or making their idea a reality. I've practically give, given you more pros than cons. But trust me, it may work out in your favor depending on the producer that you find or the producer that 
decides to work with you. However, like I've mentioned, in my case, I was unlucky. Who knows? I might be getting lucky again, but I will be making sure that I pick the right producer this time. Someone who's in the same page as me. So, independent filmmaking. Now, more and more independent filmmakers are popping up and they're making their own movies, financing their own work, writing, producing, directing, editing, and distributing their own work, which is not uncommon these days, even among actors, even among upcoming actors, emerging actors. Now, I've seen this, where they act in their own work, act in their own movies, put them out for distribution, and try to get discovered that way, have an actor's reel that way. Similar thing could happen for filmmakers. Now, I'm going to caution you here. The independent scene is sort of a hit and miss type industry. And the reason I say this is because there are a lot of mediocre filmmakers that will put out mediocre content who are... Not very great directors. They're mediocre in their work. And it shows. But then again, there are those who are great at directing. They put out their own work. They're pretty great at storytelling. They're great at the visuals. They're great at directing actors. Which, by the way is one of the things that I got out of film score that's three years and almost 100K US dollars later. That's one of the few things that I came out of learning. That is how to better act, better direct actors, how to better work with them. And I believe I did mention this, in a previous episode but to tell you the truth it is a hit and miss because of this factor because the proposition of it being filmmaker dependent it depends on the filmmaker what type of filmmaker you are So that's why it's a hit and miss. However, the great thing is you get to work on your own idea. You get to produce it yourself and you get to hire people to help you do it. Most probably freelancers to help you put this idea together or to help you, you know, make this into a reality. And also to help you distribute it. Now, distribution side of things, 
with the prevalent platforms like Vimeo and YouTube, you can literally take care of the distribution thing yourself when you put out your work. But then again, it really depends on who finds it. However, when it comes to independent filmmaking, you also have the burden of funding, of finding funding for the film that you're working on. Sure, there are venues you can go to finance your film, like grants or approach a financier to help you finance this film. But then again, if you do end up finding a financier or a separate producer to help fund your work or to help finance your idea, your film, take note that that person may have some input or some influence on how your movie or script can turn out to be. It's kind of like you're working for this financier or for that producer, which in the first case has its benefits and has its losses. But for me, I think I will be sticking to independent filmmaking for a while until such time that I would find a producer who is on the same page as me and who is not a complete a-hole like the last one who doesn't have critics on his staff that try to be smart and they criticize anything and everything that is unimportant or that they just do it for the heck of it. They do it for the heck of criticizing. Now you may tell me, ah, here's another guy who practically hates critics or can't take any criticism, but on contraire, I take constructive criticism. I can distinguish between destructive criticism and constructive criticism, and I can identify them right from the get-go just by reading what the reader or critic has written. Believe me, I can do this. I can analyze a criticism, a piece of criticism, and I can determine whether or not set piece of criticism is constructive or destructive. Now, my hope is when I send my word for critique, I would find constructive criticism, 
a critic who's objective and constructive. And what I mean by my idea of constructiveness is how helpful the critic is. Not just pointing out the good and the bad in my work, but offering me useful suggestions that I can take on board to help improve my work. Not something where the critic says, here's what's wrong, here's what's good, now go fix it. That's a bad critic, in my view. I do not have a problem with critics themselves. I do, however, have a problem with that type of critic who thinks they are smart, but really are not, who misuses certain words like believability and realism type things and doesn't even understand the genre. I would much rather pay someone to get objective criticism of my work. So if you are of the opinion that I can't stand criticism or I can't take criticism, take a good look at yourself because I am going to tell you up front, I am on the lookout for constructive criticism, not destructive criticism, and I can identify it by analyzing the critic's work. So, I digress. So the point for this episode is, can, given the pros and cons of independent filmmaking and working with a producer doing writing assignments or filmmaking assignments or whatnot, it appears to me that in my case, independent filmmaking is the way to go or me writing scripts and getting someone else to help me make it a reality seems to be the way to go. I don't know about you guys. I don't know about those of you screenwriters. But if you think working with someone, helping their idea come true, or helping execute their idea would be the way to go, go for it. And for those of you who think the independent filmmaking is the way to go, go for it with one caveat. If your work is mediocre, do not expect that work to be appreciated by the critics. And to give you an example, Nicholas Sparks is, to my knowledge, is a mediocre writer. Although he writes romance stuff, romance novels, a lot of times it's predictable. Now that is the only time, there's 
one of the few exceptions that I would make that I would agree with the critics on. And I think I may have said this in an earlier episode as well. So, with that being said, what works for you? Working with someone, writing assignments, and helping them execute their idea, or independent filmmaking? Which one suits you best? Let me know. With that being said, this is Jared Dean Winchester. Thank you for listening today. And until I hear from you again, don't forget to turn that page.